it's okay to have setbacks, but to know like after four weeks, you should be feeling this. You shouldn't be having this and having those goals is really important. Hello and welcome. You are listening to Uncut, the podcast about how to stay surgery free and live a healthy lifestyle. I'm Dr. Tom Padilla, owner of the Doctors of Physical Therapy. It's a clinic that leads the U.S. in helping adults over 30 to avoid surgery and drugs and live an active, healthy lifestyle. If you're looking for ways to maximize not only the years in your life, but the life in your years, you're in the right place. We are committed to delivering information that will help you live life today and for many, many years to come. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Uncut. I'm your podcast host, Dr. Tom Padilla. This podcast is about avoiding surgery and living well. And today we have a special episode. We have a guest. This is Katherine Haworth. She is a physician's assistant for a dermatology clinic here in Phoenix, Arizona, with a special interest in integrative health and helping her clients to live a healthy lifestyle and find alternative solutions to things that they're going through. So welcome, Catherine. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for being here. Catherine and I have known each other since 2018 when she came to us actually as a client. She was having back pain on and off for about five years, and she would kind of have these repeated spasms, as is a very common story that we hear in our clinic. And she had been having some some pain in uh, both her legs. So I really wanted to bring you on today, Catherine, to kind of talk to others who might be going through the same struggles and or experiences that you had, the trouble that you had finding other healthcare providers who were actually able to help you. So um, I'd love it if you were able to share and start by sharing a little bit about where you were at when we first met. As you say that, it's crazy because I can't believe that it's been over two and a half years since I've known you and I've started Mm -hmm. this journey, which is incredible. So when I first came to you, I think it was September of 2018, Mm -hmm. I had been struggling with low back pain for years. So five years prior to that. And looking back, yeah, I had two boys, two sons. They were young at that time. And my job is very physical. So I I notice where I'm leaning over. I'm with patients all day. And I'm a very active person. But I got to the point where I couldn't work out. I'd have shooting pain. My back would ache constantly when I woke up in the morning. I couldn't pick up my sons. I could, I mean, I couldn't even go play ball. I'd always be complaining about my back throughout the years. I'm a person who I don't want to live with things like that. So I'm always trying new things. I had been to multiple chiropractors, multiple physical therapists. I would get massages, try to do stretches, foam rolling, all the things that you hear about, but nothing. It would always come back. Like I, it would never feel to the point where I'd actually feel relief. It was always something there. And so just through kind of a turn of events, I right before actually coming to you, I had spent a lot of money on physical pairs that actually came to my house. And they did this machine and they would do all these things. Mm-hmm. And I just, it just kind of was the same thing over and over. And I would do the exercise and I'm, I'm a person, I put the work in. I don't just show up. I actually I'm do what I'm told. I'm a good patient, as you would say. Mm-hmm. And I just wasn't, I just wasn't happy. I was still uncomfortable. Not as bad, but just here's the other thing. One little thing would set me off. I would try to do a workout or do a lunge or a squat. It would just start the pain all over again. And so just a turn of events, I was referred to you. I was through a massage therapist. And then I saw Dr. Matt Hernandez who Mm -hmm. assessed me and he was like, you know, I actually think you should see Dr. Tom. He's awesome. And I know you've tried different things, but he's different and he can really help you. Mm-hmm. And so I called, went on a limb, and I had my assessment. And from day one, it was much different than before. First of all, I mean, you, 
the appointments are an hour, which is amazing. You don't really get that most because I mean, it'd be in 15 minutes and they wouldn't look at my whole body. And that's what I really appreciated. Like you looked at me head to toe, how everything's connected. Mm-hmm. And you started, I remember you said like, I'm going to give you, you know, after the whole assessment, we, we decided, you know, my hips were off. I had my low back muscles weren't firing properly, even though I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty fit and pretty thin person. Just, I think years of first of all, having kids and my job, that's very physical. I just developed bad habits and then muscles that weren't firing. And I remember you said, we're going to start with these two exercises. And I'm thinking, what? <laughs> like, all I want you to do is these two things three times a day for two weeks. And I'm thinking, what is he talking about? But I was diligent and I did those every day. I set a timer, like, I am going to do this. And I remember after those first two weeks of our visit, I was starting like, oh, it doesn't ache as much in the morning. I just, it was really shocking to see that progression and to think, you know, you kind of forget pain when you're living with pain, you forget what it's like to not have it. Mm-hmm. But then I, I was like, you're not complaining as much. I'm thinking, oh yeah, I'm not. That's kind of how I started basically. Yeah. That's uh, that's funny that you say that because a lot of, a lot of the times people end up coming to us when uh, their spouse has gotten tired of hearing them <laughs> complain yeah. so much about the issues. For sure. And so that's funny that that's the first thing that, that he noticed. So how was your experience like navigating the healthcare system and trying to find a provider being in the health in healthcare ourselves? That can be frustrating. Yeah. Well, first, you know, you try to go with who your insurance accepts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find the downside with our healthcare system using insurance sometimes is, you know, you're only allotted so much time. And so I'd find I'd go, I literally have 15, maybe 20 minutes and I'd have the physical therapist, but then their assistant would do all the work. It wasn't the person that I'd want helping me. And they'd kind of give me the same exercises. And I just, and same thing with Cairo, they do the same thing over and over, but I wouldn't really see much improvement. And just with my own journey in healthcare, I, I'm a healthcare provider. So I understand there's limitations with how much time we have, even though I love to spend an hour with every patient, something that's not possible. So I just kept thinking, there has to be more to this. There has to be something better. I I just can't. And I'm I'm more of an optimistic person, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. So even though I was in pain, I'm thinking there has to be more. I have to find it. And so um, that's kind of what started me on that. So Dr. Matt, he's a naturopathic physician. So mm-hmm. they kind of have more of a holistic, integrative kind of view, which is more in tune with how I think. And when he explained how you do things different and you spend an hour and you look at the big picture, that's kind of what I was looking for. Absolutely. I think, um, you know, some of the things that drive a lot of our clients nuts, you've alluded to each thing that you've talked about with the PT and the Cairo, and then the other PT that you tried uh, before coming to see us, you said it, it just felt like you were doing the same thing over mm-hmm. and over and over and expecting, expecting different results, right? Which is the definition of insanity. Yeah, I can feel that way for sure. So during our first visit, you and I talked about a lot of what you alluded to at the beginning, being able to hike, play with your kids, work out. Can you remember back then after having gone through this for five years? Because I think a lot of people are kind of in this place where they've been trying for a long time too. Like, did you think you were going to be able to do those things again? I had days where I I actually didn't know. I actually thought, well, I guess this is how it's going to be. And I'll just have to limit myself and I'll never be able to go. There were days where actually I would have to say, I did not think I'd be able to do everything I can do now. Mm-hmm. There, I had a couple, you know, you have some down moments, right? Where the pain keeps flaring up and you think, oh man, am I ever going to be better? And I'm not a person. I don't want to pop Advil and ibuprofen. I, you know, those, I, I would only do it if I was absolutely miserable. But then I started working with you. And as the weeks went by, the months went by, like I said, I complained less. I wasn't having the pain when I woke up. I could sleep more comfortably. And I would start doing activities and be like, oh, you kind of forget you know, when right. the pain goes away. And then I 
like, oh, well, I just went and played ball with my kid and ran around and I wasn't hurting or, oh, I can start doing squats again. Um, and, and as you and I know, deadlifts were a hard one for me because I would always engage my lower back and mm-hmm. I had hurt myself multiple times doing deadlifts before. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, I can, I can do that again and I'm not in a lot of pain or you could feel yourself getting stronger. Mm-hmm. And so then all of a sudden, I think when you start feeling that and getting better, then all of a sudden you have hope again. Absolutely. And that hope kind of drives you, mm-hmm. I think. And now I'm at the point where I have a little setbacks here and there, but I'm working out again. I'm doing spin. I'm doing yoga. I'm doing bar class. Uh-huh. I'm playing it. ball in the yard. I'm like, I move around and I don't notice my pain. I used to like, would I would sleep it on the weekends. And I would, whenever I would sleep in longer, my back would just ache the longer mm-hmm. I slept in bed. And now on the weekends, I can sleep eight or nine hours on a, on a good Saturday morning. <laughs> it's a good sleep. And yeah. And I wake <laughs> up and I feel great. Uh-huh. Um, and so, yeah, it's amazing. That's fantastic. I mean, and you did all the work, right? And I think, I think you hit the, the nail on the head there. A lot of people, they go through these cycles, right? Where they hope because they find something that starts to work and then they're kind of smacked down again when something doesn't start to work. And then their back might get better, but then it flares up and it seems mm-hmm. like they're all the way back at square one. So I think over time, people start to be a little bit more cautious and a little bit more wary of hoping and putting trust in, in something new or even in themselves and selecting a provider. So I think it's really important to bring that out that it's okay to hope and like, but it should also be met with progress with whatever, right. whatever thing that mm-hmm. you're doing. Right. You should, yeah, you should be seeing improvement. And that's not to say over this last, you know, a little over two years, I've had ups and downs, but mm-hmm. I've never been back to the beginning ever my back will kind of hurt a little bit and I can feel like, oh, okay, I got to get back on those basic exercises, the core exercises you taught me and I'll go back and I'll do those. And then it clears right up. You know, you do, you know, we all have days where we do something a little wrong when we're working out Absolutely. or something and I'll have a little tweak. I'm like, oh, but it'd be like one or two days. They right. wouldn't fully go out where I couldn't move for two weeks and have to be on pain meds. I mean, my back would go out. I couldn't move. Mm-hmm. So I haven't had that since starting with you. I'm so glad you and- touched on that because it's just like, one of the big things that we try to teach people is like, like you said, you will go through life overdoing it every once in a while, but it's a big difference to be able to know what to do to address that and to have been taught that by someone who, who cared enough to take the time to teach you to do those things so that it doesn't become a debilitating occurrence. Mm-hmm. And so that you don't feel like you're at the mercy of needing to get in to see someone all the time. Oh yeah. I think most of the time now I get back and I just go back to my core exercises for a few days take it easy, do my stretches, and and then I'm fine. And so our plan was to talk to you about the multifidi on that first day, right? And <laughs> yes. uh, it's, <laughs> I think it's my wife's least favorite word at this point. <laughs> it's kind of a fun word to say. It's a great word. Yeah. It's still my favorite multifidi. word. Multifidi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so reactivating your multifidi and kind of teaching you what they were and like how important they were. I know that you've been able to relay that information to, to other people and oh, use it yeah. to help yourself get better and to help other people that might be in a pickle as well. Yeah. For people that don't know, we have these little spine muscles down at the lower spine that hold your spine basically mm-hmm. to the core. And so those are those little muscles and they have to be activated and they have to work properly. Correct. But yep. no one before you had talked to me about those little tiny muscles and what to do for them and how to just focus on them to build them back up. Absolutely. Yeah. And one of the things that we teach is a lot of exercises, you'll start off as too global, right? So people will get bird dogs and planks Mm -hmm. and all these other, for lack of a better way to say it, these exercises that have been lumped in as core exercises because your core is going to help your back pain is the premise. But to actually be able to look specifically at which of those core muscles aren't firing, how do we activate that without 
letting all these other compensatory patterns that you have come through. And the great thing is that when you are pointed in the right direction and, and you experience those results over the first couple of weeks and started to see the value in it and you're hitting those exercises three times a day, it's amazing what the body starts to do. You experience a lot more looseness in the muscles that used to be tight and you didn't have to stretch to get that looseness. And then as you get, start going through the strengthening process, you feel those changes starting to hold. A lot of the credit goes to you for doing, for, for doing the program, <laughs> right? We just point the direction, right. we do the work. You talked about how the process wasn't always linear and, and there, there were ups and downs. Was there anything else that you wanted to, uh, to share about that? Well, yeah, I think it's really easy to really get down when you have your downs. And I think the first time I had a little down, you're like, oh, but then I realized how quickly I recovered. Mm-hmm. And I have to remind myself that, remember what I couldn't do before mm-hmm. and what I can do now. And so I think just after that first time, getting back on track very quickly, it was just a reminder that my body is healing. It is getting better. Um, and like I said, I've never gone back. I've, my back has never gone out to say where, I mean, I literally couldn't move. Mm-hmm. I've had nothing like that since I've started here. So just reminding myself that, you know, we all have ups and downs. We all have bad days, but I have the tools now to get back on track and I'm never going to be back. I mean, I really have confidence to say I will never be back to how I was before mm-hmm. ever. I really, I just can't see it. Which is amazing after yeah. having five years of that on and off ambiguous back pain spasms. Like it's, we're sitting here two and a half, almost three years later. You haven't had that. Happen. I was just thinking, I mean, I used to just pop the Advil, which is horrible for you. Uh-huh. you know? <laughs> I was thinking, I don't, I've never, I don't really have to touch it, which is great. Absolutely. Well, and the thing with that, because you and I have both had experiences like that. We're providers that don't really believe in having to take mm-hmm. a bunch of, uh, a bunch of medication to mask pain. Right. And so Every time that you pop a handful of Advil, a little small part of you dies. For sure. Because you know you shouldn't be having to do that. On another note, not only, I think when I first started too, I didn't realize how much stress I was under Mm -hmm. and how that affects your body, Mm -hmm. your cortisol levels. I mean, I already eat really well. I probably know better than probably 90% of the population. So I was already eating clean and I know how food affects your body. And so Mm -hmm. I was already doing that, but I've gotten into more integrative health, just kind of looking at more of the whole body and how everything goes together. And so that, I think that combination of realizing how I kind of went, went, went too hard and I didn't take time to just breathe and have some downtime and decrease that cortisol level, which is huge for inflammation. And so I think that journey along with breathing more and decreasing my stress level and not take knowing when to say no to things and not taking too much on and recognizing that and also Mm -hmm. taking really good supplements and vitamins to build up nutritional source. I think all that in combination was part of the journey. Absolutely. And not letting the stress get to me as much, Absolutely. which I think is huge. Because I always remember just kind of feeling hyper, like heightened sense and just realizing I need to get more into the parasympathetic to breathe more, to come Very back to that, especially at night and be more present with everything in my life. And so I think that has also helped tremendously. Yeah. Nutrition's huge. Stress is huge. Making sure that you're sleeping right, making sure you're getting enough water and then the movement and the right corrective exercises on top of that. That's a very holistic, total body and kind of wellness-based approach. And I'm glad that you brought up that you eat well and clean already because back pain doesn't discriminate. A lot of the clients that we get, they're frustrated that they might feel like they're in better shape than someone or, Mm -hmm. but they're looking at all these other people who are walking around with seemingly nothing going on and they feel like it's a little bit unfair or why am I different? And I think it's important to know that back pain is completely normal. Over 80 to 85% of people have back pain at least once in their life and have that be chronic and recurrent over several years. 
So I love that you brought that up because it, it doesn't discriminate and no. it's normal to have back pain. Well, I should say it's common to have back pain. <laughs> yeah. It is not normal yes. to have back pain. Yes. And there is a, there's a solution. Where are you now? You shared a little bit uh, of that already. So where are you now and what have you learned throughout this whole process about yourself, about the process, about the back? I'm a physician assistant, so I had to learn all these muscles way back in the day. And so mm-hmm. kind of reminded, I remember getting my, when I was first meeting with you, I went out and found my anatomy book from PA school. I'm like, you okay, I got to remember yeah. these again. <laughs> so just learning how, and also hips. So my hips were off a little bit too, which is all connected. So just relearning that, understanding how the body works. And you were really good at taking the time to explain that to me. So I think that's also important is knowing why you're doing something, I think is Huge. really important. So kind of relearning my anatomy, understanding why I'm doing what I'm doing. And also, like you talked about before, having a practitioner who's going to sit down with you and really explain and also set um, goals and expectations. Like before, before, I'd come in, oh, I don't know why you're not this, but you were saying, no, by this, you should be feeling this way. And if you're not, we need to kind of change our trajectory a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's important too, is having guidelines. You're always going to, you know, it's okay to have setbacks, but to know like after four weeks, you should be feeling this. You shouldn't be having this and having those goals is really important. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. You hit on a lot of things there. Knowing why you're doing an exercise. Mm -hmm. Some of our clients come to us and they're frustrated that another physical therapist they've been to has given them, you know, eight to 12 exercises and they're supposed to do these every day for who knows how long, but they don't know what they're supposed to feel with each exercise or why it's helping or specifically contributing to the healing of their condition. So there's not a lot of buy-in from the patient's perspective at that point because they're, they're not sure why they're doing it. The doctor said to do this and, and they're just going through it. And two weeks later, nothing's really happening or changing and nobody knows why because we didn't use a specific approach. We just use a shotgun approach. We kind of lose our way there because we don't know what to add. We don't know what to take out. We don't know which part's not working. So if we don't control our variables like that and to help the client feel like they know exactly why they're doing everything, then we start getting compliance issues and then everybody feels like nobody's doing their job. Right. <laughs> and it's right. just that merry-go-round. But I love that you hit goals and expectations, right? That's another thing is uh, making sure that the way we say it here is there's only two possibilities if you're not getting better. One, we're not going the right direction or two, you're not doing your exercises, right? right? So if we have a good partnership with our clients where we're certain that they're doing the exercises and we've taught them well, well, then we know that we might need to change direction and we do a little bit of a reinvestigation and that's okay to pivot and know when you're not going the exact right direction because it is unrealistic to expect that everything's going to be a perfectly linear process. That would be ideal, right? But nothing in life is 100% perfectly linear. (laughs) If only it was. Yeah, right. (laughs) But the other thing I wanted to touch about is also like the assessment I had with you because I was kind of just thinking back. I do remember that first visit walking out. Like You looked at me head to toe, how my feet lined up, how my hips. And I remember you had me do all these funny... For you, there was a purpose of push, pull, do this. I remember thinking... No one has ever assessed me like that. No one has looked me over head to toe, checked how my muscles move in and out and all these little you know tests you did on me and how my hips were aligned. And so i had had different things, but nothing to that degree. And so I remember walking out, also having an hour with you, having an hour with a client is pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. And so I remember thinking, wow, that was a lot different than before. And also having a full assessment and explanation also is a huge difference from my previous experiences, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, you keep touching on having that hour and the time. A lot of times in clinics, when you see that physical therapist for 10 to 15 minutes and they're on to the next one, you can pretty much be guaranteed that they have stopped thinking about your case at that <laughs> yeah. point. But a lot of times what that hour does, it's not, only, it's not only you getting to ask your questions and us really being able to teach you 
the exercises, but that's that's an hour of unbroken focus on trying to figure this out as a team, what's going on. Our brains can get a lot faster at that diagnostic approach when we do have that hour. And I think that's a big part of the value in it as well. Yeah. And also after there's always a lot of um, movement and exercises and really watching to make sure we're doing them correctly. Mm -hmm. I think that's important. A lot of you know, I'm sure you've sure been in a gym and you look over and you've taught me so much. And now I look around or if I look people like, oh, their posture is horrible or their, or their form is horrible and they're going to hurt themselves. And so that's another thing too I really appreciate here is I know exactly what I'm supposed to do, how I'm supposed to do it. And a lot of times I'd have you video me because, you know, half the time I walk Absolutely. out and I'm going to forget. And so I would video and so I could be at home and watch. And it's like, oh yeah, that's right. He said, hold this here or do that. That's also helpful as well. Having more time to know exactly what I'm supposed to be doing and how I'm supposed to be doing it. Yeah. Video is huge, right? You can take us home. With yeah, you in your pocket, exactly. right? There's nothing like that. Exactly. So Catherine, uh, you've shared so much uh, and I thank you for that. What message would you want to send others that were in the same situation as you were five years ago and they, they're questioning whether they can get this done or how to find the right provider? Well, just to know that you are definitely not alone. There is hope. A lot of people out there struggle with the same things, especially low back pain. It's mm-hmm. really common and it's really easy when you get stuck on a rut. And also we're really low to think I'm the only one and no one's dealing, but to know that you are not the only one and there is hope and you need to find a practitioner who really listens, who you can tell who really cares and asks you questions. You can tell they're really engaged and are looking at the whole picture and have a goal and idea of how you're supposed to get there and that you feel listened to. They're assessing you head to toe and looking you over and giving you a really good, clear plan and that you're meeting those goals and you have good expectations. I think all of that together. And just to know that there is, I mean, I found you and I found mm-hmm. this clinic and so that there is hope. And I would I would highly recommend you to anyone. And I have to my Thank you. friends and colleagues and clients. And so. I love what you're saying because I think sometimes people need permission to have standards for their provider, right? And a lot of the times the doctor's put in the position of like, that's the doctor, we do what they say. Mm -hmm. But I think it's equally as important to have standards for how you're willing to be listened to and and or treated as as the client and as the patient and to make sure that all those things that you touched on, that you feel heard and that you feel listened to and that you feel like you're a part of the team. Oh, yes. And I I tell my patients, like, you have to be your own advocate. You know, I do dermatology and a little bit of integrative, you know, health coaching on the side, but I hear it all the time. My doctor didn't listen to me. I'm going to say, you need to find someone new or stand up and ask questions and demand it. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's really important to know that you do have a voice and it should be, it should be kind of going back and forth. Absolutely. And I think that's how you're going to get, you know, the best care. Absolutely. Catherine, thank you so much for sharing all that with us today. I just want to ask if there's anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners. Well, I think we've covered a lot today. Just about what to look for in a provider, making sure your voice is heard, follow through, expectations. Mm -hmm. But I just hope everything we talked about today, I hope that it can help someone out there that they can know that they're not alone and Mm -hmm. there is always hope and that you can find it. And on another note, I just want to say thank you for being on this journey with me and for all the tips and advice and everything you've taught me over these past two and a half years, because it's helped me tremendously. And it's just amazing to be able to live my life without pain and be able to just function on a day-to-day basis and to feel more alive and be part of my kids' lives and be active. So I want to say again, thank you so much. Awesome. Well, I, I want to thank you for allowing me to be part of that journey. It's equally as gratifying, as hard as that may be to believe, to see someone put in 
the amount of work and effort and trust that you and, and many of our clients do go through in order to achieve the successful outcome that you have. And to be a part of that journey is also something special. So it goes both ways. Well, Catherine, thank you for being with us today. And folks, thanks for tuning in. If you really needed to hear this message, replay it, like it, share it, subscribe to our podcast. If you've got a friend that needs to hear this message, if you've got somebody who has been through the ringer and they just need to hear some of this advice and know that it's okay, that they're not the only ones and that there is a way that they can actually find the help that they need, please feel free to share and forward this podcast to them. Until next time, this is Dr. Tom Padilla on the podcast Uncut. Get out there and live life today.